Greece are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Greece. And as a reminder, tickets for the end of the school year carnival can be purchased in the main office. And welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host, Megan. And John. And it's going to be a Travolta. fun. No, and not um, Newton John. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good call. <laughs> Dude, has there ever been an episode that we've both been excited for like this? I don't know. I mean, I hope all the episodes you're at least kind of No, no, interested. I'm excited for it, But this one, I'm like stoked that we're doing. And you kind of lit up for it, too. Well, just because this movie's, I'm interested in trying to do something different with this movie because Mm -hmm. it is covered uh, quite a bit. Yeah. And if we did this, this would be like a six hour episode. It's so well known that we're going to do our best to deliver something new to you. (laughs) And this could be the first episode where we actually do a part two. We'll see. We'll see our (laughs) runtime, how we're feeling. Um, but before we jump in, is there anything going on this week? Anything at all? You had a Euchre tournament. Yeah, I got third place in. I should have won the thing, though. (laughs) And if people don't know what Euchre is, it's a Midwest uh, card game. I'm from the Midwest, born and raised, (laughs) and I don't know how to play Euchre. I've just never cared I didn't care about winning the thing either. I just wanted to place. Oh, well, you did that. You got a little trophy. I know. I'm pretty proud of it, too. <laughs> I feel like there's something else that missing that we meant to talk about, and I can't remember what it was, and that's on me. Uh, we even said, we're like, now we have something to talk about. And I know. It's gone. Uh, what did we do in the last week? Did we go anywhere? Did we do anything? Besides the Euchre tournament, we didn't no. go anywhere. Oh, uh, I did some night fishing. That was fun. Yeah. I love fishing. I don't know. There's something else. There is something else. I'm annoyed. It was. (coughs) We had a lot of things we could joke about. I think we're both getting over our sickness. That's cool. I mean, there's like this annoying dry cough that I, yeah, that I've got now. So that's Yeah, I've got it really bad too. Um, poop. I don't know. NP. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's gone. (laughs) I don't remember what else happened this week. Maybe we'll remember later surely we will <laughs> we'll talk about it uh went to a couple of your nephew's baseball games yes those were really fun i don't think so maybe not yeah my nephew chevy had uh three up three down he he pitched nine straight pitches that were cash nice and got those people out that's the game i didn't get to go to <laughs> <laughs> so i'm a bad luck charm i guess i maybe i shouldn't go I don't know. I don't know what else is going on. Oh, in life. we're coming up on our daughter's first birthday. It's creeping, creeping up. Yeah, it's it's right around the corner. Ten days mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, yeah, it is. It's in ten days. Told you. Oh, good. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a week from Thursday. Oh. I know you're getting old. Yeah. Oh well, that's or it'll be. It's the 18th, y'all. I guess you're listening to this on a different day. If people day. really want to know what we've been doing this week, it's been planning. We've been planning trips and stuff like that more than anything else. Yeah. 
We're not going to talk about it, but not yet. It's too soon. You know, right. we learned our lesson in the past when, uh, I, it's when I first started working for the bank and had like actual vacation and, um, insurance and things like that that I never had in my life <laughs> and we had planned a trip to go to Salem Massachusetts and we were so oh, man. freaking excited we had stuff prepaid and um we booked an Airbnb and two weeks before we were supposed to leave our Airbnb had to cancel I know and then we couldn't get anywhere else I mean if we could but we were going to be paying outrageous that's what amounts I, of money. that's what I was saying I think people got that part and we had to cancel our trip and I was devastated but I don't think Salem's in the cards this year but it will be no, Jordan's but we just have, not old enough yet but we do have other things planned and they're going to be really fun yeah, we'll see. That's Wee! later down the line. That's going to be in the fall. Well, there you go. Dun, dun, That's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this week we are covering a classic. It is 78. Grease. <laughs> one, just one word movie. <laughs> it's the time, it's the place, it's the motion. Mm-hmm. This movie is rated PG. Makes That's sense. All. And it has a runtime of an hour and 50 minutes. It's on the longer side. It's but a good-ass movie. It's entertaining all the way through. It really is. I can watch this movie over and over, and it never gets old. I really enjoy when you Google movies. It <laughs> has this little section now that says why to watch, and it gives you, like, little yeah. tidbits. And the first thing it says, <clears throat> it's feel good, playful, and sassy. <laughs> I think they're talking about Rizzo. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. And truthfully, across the board, it's like 70% um, or higher on most rating yeah, websites. A lot of things where I was looking it up, that's people mostly gave it like a 77 or 78. I think the movie's higher than that. It's just people are so freaking sensitive about everything now. It's just an older movie. I mean, it still definitely speaks to like theater kids and stuff, but but it also speaks to a whole generation, and people just kind of hate those generations now. Well, it's not their fault. Yeah, the yeah. movie's still good. People need to give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. People so, got to learn to have fun. But before we jump into the movie, go ahead and want you. Give us some numbers. Tell us some cast like we don't already know. If you're listening to this, surely you've seen this movie. But if you haven't seen it, I guess you'll you know, learn some new things. You want to know what blew my mind about this movie? Hmm. This movie got made for $6 million, but that's 1978. So that's going to be a lot of money. Yeah. I, and today, what would that be? Over 20,000 or 20 million. I mean, yeah, easily about over 20 million. It'd have to easily. Be. Yeah. But it's freaking return at the box office is 366. <laughs> That's insane. So what's that? I mean, d- during its original runtime, was mm-hmm. that much? Yes. So you're talking. Now a think about the five generations dollar? it's been around now. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's the intense. highest grossing musical of all time. Mm. Not it doesn't even have a close second. We'll get into it. I don't know. I don't know. I, some people beg to differ. What would come close to it? I, I will discuss it later. <laughs> okay. I just can't see. It. Now, you got to take it into consideration, inflation and all that. I know. And I would hope that they do. Like, Grace was a, like, it was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to, because it's not even the, the <clears throat> musical that I thought. 
I mean, if you're talking the actual on stage musical, no, no, it no, is no. Not. I'm talking about the movie. Okay. Because then you're getting like cats and stuff like that. Well, I just looked up highest grossing musical and it is on Broadway, The Lion King at $8.2 billion. Yeah, I'm talking about movies. It is the highest grossing. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard to to search this. But yeah, I, I have something that says otherwise. Well, we'll see. And this is John Travolta when he was red hot coming off of Welcome Back, Cotter and Saturday Night Saturday. Fever. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Boy in the Plastic Bubble. And of course, he's done other stuff like Urban Cowboy. I knew you were going to say that. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to shout out your mom, even though it hurts my feelings to do that. <laughs> it's a good movie. I, I really enjoy it. I like him in Look Who's Talking. I mean, mm-hmm. the movie's silly, but I mean. Wasn't he in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I've never seen. Don't come at me. I know. It's like, <laughs> a, I feel like. It, it's a Tarantino movie. It's, it's yeah. It's one of those movies you got to watch a couple times for you really to get it. But he's our leading man, Danny Zuko. Yes. This movie also has Olivia Newton John in all her glory from <laughs> Xanadu, <laughs> which we still haven't talked about yet. We're wait. We're trying to find the perfect time to talk about mm-hmm. this movie. <laughs> Megan's got a date picked. She thinks. I think. I think I've settled, <laughs> and it's coming. It's coming, just not yet. Us. Uh, movie also has what else has olivia newton john been in uh, olivia newton john yeah she's done a few good movies what was the one we were just talking about she did another one with, with john travolta even oh did she see mm-hmm. i just know her more for her musical her music career i should say oh that makes sense Mm-hmm. oh two of a kind i don't I've not even heard of that. I oh, she was herself and uh, she's having a baby. Oh. <laughs> and for some reason, she's in one of the Sharknado movies. Global Swarming. No, she's not. I, yeah, she was Orion. <laughs> and let's give her the respect she deserves. It's Dame Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, she's she's amazing, man. Was. I cannot. Ha- Rip in peace. <laughs> yeah. I can't hate on her. I won't hate on her. All right, who else we got? I know we got some stuff to get through. Jeff so. Conway, Knicky. Mm-hmm. He was uh, known for this in Taxi. He was really good in the in the show Taxi. Okay. That, that show had a star-studded cast. You're talking like Christopher Lloyd, Danny DeVito, people like that. Huh. Uh, the Danza. Oh, Tony Danza. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> who else do we got in this movie? Well, then you have like the the minor t-birds like duty sunny and putsy i'm uh-huh. not gonna go into that <laughs> stalker not... channing though oh yeah she plays betty rizzo she had a pretty good career yeah wasn't she was in like a really old movie taming of the shrew i think yeah she was also in the west wing yeah oh and she was in the film uh six degrees of separation she got an academy award nomination for that she's really nice. good in that um, who plays Frenchie? Oh, uh, Didi Khan. Yeah, which she went on to. She was the only one that I believe that went on to do Grease too. Mm-hmm. We may touch on that just a tiny bit. She did a couple other things. She did like, uh, what was that show called? Violet. She she got her start though from Happy Days. That's what I remember her from. Okay. Yeah, and then there's uh, she kind of just shows up wherever. 
uh, the chick who plays Marty, and Maraschino, like in like in Cherry. Yes. Yeah, Dinah, uh, Manoff. And I can't remember the other pink lady. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Dinah Manoff was in uh, Child's Play. That's right. Yeah, she's Aunt, Aunt Maggie. Maggie. I want to say Aunt Vicky. That's not right. <laughs> who the heck's Aunt Vicky? I don't know. What is that from? I don't know. <laughs> and we did discuss Child's Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just get into the movie because there's so many people that they have listed under like I know. Actors. I can't remember the other pink lady's name. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Oh, the other pink lady? Yeah. What was her name? Jan. Yeah. Jamie Donnelly. I don't remember her from anything else. I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to throw her name out there. So, But I do remember her seeing her in an episode of, what was it? The Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Huh. She's in Can't Hardly Wait. Oh. Wonder who, she probably plays somebody's mom. She's a teacher. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Man, I'm getting old. Um. Oh, we didn't give a synopsis for the movie. I plan to. Okay. You're okay. rushing me into other stuff. Well, I'm sorry. You should have told me. You just got to tell me, John. Take control. <sighs> Grease is the word, Megan. That's all you need to know. That's not the synopsis. You want the synopsis? <laughs> yes. Okay. Experience the friendships, romances, and adventures of a group of high school kids in the 1950s. Welcome to the singing and dancing world of Grease, the most successful movie musical of all time. A wholesome... Exchange student, Olivia Newton-John, of course, and a leather-clad Danny, John Travolta, have a summer romance, but will it cross uh, click lines? I get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That is good. Is that Better than most of the ones you, you pull up. Hush, that is not <laughs> true. I don't write them myself. I don't know why. I don't write them. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, no shoot. Okay. <laughs> So, before we jump into this movie, just a quick, here's here's what we're going to do a little bit different from our other episodes, which is kind of what we wanted to do the whole time. We just, we're trying to find our footing still for mm-hmm. some reason. What's Sandy's last name in this movie real quick? It's... It's said three times, I think. Olson. Nice. Good job, Megan. Thanks. <laughs> I had to you were on the spot, Sweat, and I saw that bead. Uh, anyway, uh, what we're going to do a little bit different... Um, really it's what we're going to try to do going forward. I think because we've kind of run into this whole, we're giving you just the, the entirety of the movie. Yeah. We're just giving you the movie play by play. We don't want to do that anymore. And we try, we've been trying to get away from it, but somehow keep like inching back to to giving you the whole movie. Yeah, and And we miss a lot of stuff that we want to talk about. And yes, we know there's so much more we could cover. We know we miss stuff, but unless you want this to be two plus hours, we can't talk. Yeah, about that's the, the only way movie. we can do it. Yeah, we can't do it front to back. So we have, we have told each other <laughs> we are going to pick some of our favorite parts of the movie and just discuss those parts. If we didn't get your favorite part, tell us on social media. <coughs> send us a message, an email, retroclub. Send us some hate mail at gmail dot com. Yeah, tell us. Send we me suck. a voicemail even. <laughs> A voice message. A facsimile something. A facsimile. <laughs> a smoke signal. <laughs> no, we are we are only going to cover uh, some highlights in the movie. So prepare to be disappointed. Send Megan a picture of your stink wrinkle. Don't. Don't do that. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I will report you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're just going to cover some 
just some of the highlights of the movie, what we like, what some of our favorite parts. So we're probably going to miss some of your favorite parts. Yes. We apologize in advance, but if we miss it, that's the perfect opportunity to reach out and let us know what was your favorite part. Right. And I'll remind you at the end. Because <laughs> there are definitely going to be times we revisit these movies. Oh, we'll do our best. We, and we do, we picked our top five, but a couple of scenes also we want to give honorable mention. Megan, give your first honorable mention. You want to start with an honorable? Because yeah. then I'm not going to dive into it at all. I'm just going to tell you this is what it is and not talk about it. Oh, well, how do you want to do it? I wanted to talk about our points and then end with the honorable mention. That's okay. 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 <laughs> okay. We'll go five to one. Okay. Not one to five. Oh, I didn't put them in order of how much I liked them. I just have it. Oh, I did. No, I didn't put that much thought into it. <laughs> all right. Then you go first anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. If I'm going to go first, then I'm just going to. I, I'm not tricking you guys. I'm, we're not going to veer off. I'm starting. One of my favorite scenes is a quick one. It's uh-huh. the opening segment where they're on the beach because it gives you such a false sense of what the movie's going to be about. It's a beautiful scene, too. Oh, the music Summer and the romance. sunset. Oh. The waves beating off the beach, their mm-hmm. outfits. Like, Sandy's so beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. And that Danny. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the first movies where I've actually heard you say how attractive somebody was in a movie. I'm not really feeling um, Silver Fox Dan, uh, or uh, John Travolta. but <laughs> No, you love him in this movie. Though. I can get down with some 70s John Travolta. <laughs> I think I think one of your favorite things in this movie is when he turns around. Mm, I don't know. With the cigarette. I know what part. That's the very beginning. Well, that's after like the credits and stuff. Yeah. The opening credits. But... Yeah, the first thing I want to start with is the opening, opening before the opening credits where they're playing on the beach. Love is a very sp- splendid thing. Yeah. <laughs> it I does always because thought that was splendid, but it's not. <laughs> you have like this really romantic music playing and the sunset and then it cuts to Grease is the word and <laughs> right. it's like this cartoon opening. Yeah, so I kind of like the juxtaposition. All right, my first one was uh Thunder Road. Okay. I love that scene at Thunder Road under the in under the where the California River is. Mm-hmm. And then it's under the bridges and, and I don't all know that. if the river is it just like a drain? <laughs> it's it, like a it, drainage it, system. You know, it's, it's a river. It's supposed to be a river. Anyway, I love the part where they're driving up and the music's playing. Uh-huh. It's like, dun, 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 dun. This, show, this showdown's about to happen. Yeah. I didn't put that on my list. Only because the scene itself, if you like muted it and watched it, it's very boring. When they're but, racing, it's just a back and forth shot of two cars driving. Not really. It's it's touching. You have this really good moment between Danny and Kanicki where Kanicki gets almost knocked out. Well, I'm talking about the actual race. That part's boring. I do... Like the interaction between and I love Danny. how how Zan, how Danny wins the race, and Sandy uh, realizes she has to be more to to win Danny back. I have thoughts on that, but <laughs> <laughs> this was not on my list. But I I I don't know. I do like the scene. I do. It's I, I mean, they're one of the funniest <laughs> lines is spoken at Thunder Road. Yeah, it's like, what did she just give him? A I'm lock like, of hair. From her chest. <laughs> Did we both say it with an accent? Yeah. See a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. <laughs> she walks over like it's dirty and she's like, yeah. here. <laughs> I brought you something for good luck. And she still dropped it. She did. Dummy. 
All right. What's your next one? Oh, you're just flying through these, huh? <laughs> I don't know about flying through them, but we're, we're getting. Okay. This one, I'll, I'll, I'll expand on it a little bit more because I just wrote Hopelessly Devoted. One, love that song. It's I. It's just Olivia. It's nobody else singing. Um, such a good song. It's kind of silly when you think about it. Like for some reason, she just left the slumber party and went outside, and she's just sitting by this little kiddie pool. Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a great scene. I I I wanted really badly to put it in my top five. I almost did. It's the whole slumber party scene. I think I should expand it to the it's really, slumber party scene. It's really precious with Sandy. You know what I mean? Well, you get, again, you get this scene in the actual bedroom with the rest of the pink ladies where they're immediately just like coming on hot and heavy to Sandy. They're like, here, smoke this cigarette, drink this wine, let's pierce your ears. And she gets (laughs) like sick from everything. And while she's in the bathroom getting sick and trying to clean herself up, they sing Sandra D. And it's this whole song making fun of Sandy and how she's just like a goody two shoes. Yeah. They kind of fit her in like this box where she's closed in. She call her a goody two shoes a lot. They do. Well, and it's mostly Rizzo incites it. She is the mean girl Mm -hmm. of the group and the rest of them just kind of follow suit. Like Rizzo is definitely the leader of this pack. I believe. Oh, for sure. For sure. And Frenchie tries to be nice, but she also kind of bends to whatever Rizzo says. Jan's just kind of there, and Marty's just thinking about getting it in. That's all Marty's about. And that's <laughs> when she pulls out that wallet with all the pictures of the guys in it. <laughs> Why is that one ripped in half? How does ex girlfriend in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> and that just to think about the way she gets, uh, starts these. I guess relationships with all these she men. She pin pals everybody. Yes. Why are you yelling at me? Because I remember pin paling. Do you remember doing that in school? I think I had to do it once. And that's why it seems like such a, a dead thing to do. I'll just pick a random stranger somewhere in the world and start writing them. Yeah. I was How did she school. even start doing that? Did she just write letters to she, a military base? And yes. Say, well, they call her a one woman USO. They, <laughs> they did. Rizzo You're going did. with a Korean. <laughs> that scene was that's hilarious no uh, he's a marine a marine, marine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that that is that's really fun the whole slumber party scene so it does include you sanity and hopelessly devoted what you want know my next scene was sure the sleepover scene oh was it okay <laughs> i love it because you see these girls just in the moment having fun they're young mm-hmm. they're just having a good time you see all these guys on their walls that they have these like huge crushes on yeah there's like james dean or something james dean elvis the one and only elvis yeah who danny zuko is 100 percent based off of oh i know yeah elvis Uh, elvis let me be keep that elvis off from me (laughs) (laughs) um so good and rizzo does not look good with a blonde wig no, she is gorgeous with just that short brown hair. She's pretty. Yeah, that pixie Those cut. legs, man. Should have nice legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then that movie where she's got those really smooth tanned legs in the short shorts. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just, calm down over there. <laughs> Need a glass of water? Oh, my God. The amount of times that this movie has been spoofed 
by other movies I know. is intense. <laughs> Shows you the popularity. This movie's never going away. But no. yeah, I, the sleepover scene's one of it's 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 up there for me. Yeah. You have Jan doing the brush a brush a brush a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you think I'm her for some reason? Sorry. Well, you tried to say I was never mind. Listen. Your duty. Yeah. And I'm the Twinkie girl that no one can remember her name. <laughs> it's Jam. I know. We know that now. <laughs> we didn't know that earlier. All right, Maggie. What is your next favorite scene? Oh, well, I guess I did put Hopelessly Devoted and The Sleepover as two separate scenes. So I'm going to think on my, my, my toes here. I'm going to think of something else. But uh, Rizzo's song. Oh, is I didn't even put that down, but that is a good scene. It's really sad because it's the most vulnerable you get to see Rizzo. So at this point in the movie, what's happened is she, her and Kaniki ended up having sex in the back of his car. Well, they were making out super hot and heavy. And then she asked if he had protection and he pulls out this condom that immediately just like <laughs> falls apart. It disintegrates. He's like, oh, I bought it when I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> and she's like, she takes the risk anyway. What the hell? Yeah. She kind of sits there for a minute. She goes, oh, whatever. Oh, Rizzo. <laughs> Call me by my first name. Uh, um, it's Betty. <laughs> oh, mm, Betty, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know her first. That, that was, was funny, though. But they end up having sex in the back of his car. And a few weeks have passed, we are to assume at this point, because Rizzo has missed a period. And she thinks that she is pregnant, which this is the seven. Well, it was filmed in the 70s, but it's set in the 50s. Yes. And so this is like super unheard of being pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. And this is very taboo. It's frowned upon. So she's going to be one of those girls. She's 17, 18 years old and pregnant. And she sings this song and it's after everyone leaves. And the thing is, Sandy even stops and asks her if she needs anything. I know. Sandy was the nice one. And Rizzo kind of brushes her off and she's like, nah, I've done worse, whatever. And then after Sandy leaves, she really gets to be vulnerable and... You sing this song a lot. Oh, I love this song. It is good. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. And yeah, it's just Rizzo singing about how, you know, she she is, she puts on such a hard exterior, but she really is a sensitive person on the inside. So Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's she got I a like hard her. outer shell until mm-hmm. you get to know her. Then you can tell she's really nice. Yeah. She just does that to protect herself. She's mean to everyone to protect I herself. I go out. Every night. <laughs> yeah. Wait around. For Mr. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take cold showers every day. I'll sing the whole song, don't I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good scene. That's it probably is a good scene. close. That's if it, it might be my favorite scene. Okay. My next scene was the opening. On the beach? Yes. Love the opening of this movie. Okay. It's it's incredibly romantic. You think you're getting a totally different movie. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes you want, I mean... They're building that sandcastle and all that. If you think about the title of the movie, it does make you wonder. It's like, why is it called Grease? Why is, like... And you realize it's, they're greasers. Uh, yeah, they are. Their hair. <laughs> yeah, their hair's on point for sure. Um... So I think what I'm going to throw in here instead of, since I lumped the two together, the uh, mm-hmm. slumber party and hopelessly devoted, I think 
I'm going to talk about, um, we'll just go with the theme, the title song Grease Lightning that they sing in shop, which in shop, the first of all, this teacher is just sitting there watching them. And I've never noticed it until we watched it again just recently before recording this that there are guy other guys in shop just watching this happen and they look so yes. confused <laughs> and the freaking teacher's the only one other person getting into it and she's like dance off the side but there's like those three boys that are why why are we all dancing and singing right now <laughs> get some overhead lifters in your oh yeah well and it's also the song is so dirty when you actually listen yes. to it. And Dan and John Travolta was told a lot of things he wasn't supposed to do on the on the set that day. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with uh, Reynolds' rap and nothing about grabbing his crotch. He does both those things multiple times. Yeah, he rubs uh, Saran rap, mm-hmm. Reynolds' rap, on his crotch. As a matter of fact, <laughs> and then wraps the car up in it, which is totally a euphemism. Um, he. A lot of dry humping, um, a lot of choreographed dry humping, which yeah. <laughs> is really strange. But the song itself is super dirty, and I think it's it's really funny because it's you get the girl songs where mm-hmm. it's just it's very um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but they just make the girls so stereotypically girly and the men so hyper macho <laughs> they're like high school people That's i exactly know what it's, like it's in high the school. 50s and it, it really gives you an idea of like the girls are all bubbly Sex and they don't have young a, boys that's what it is they don't give the girls a lot of substance and the only thing the guys are ever talking about is sex like oh we, you are movie. not gonna do that what they start talking about stuff like that at the freaking lunch table the girls not the guys about what? Oh, the uh, the tell me more, tell me more of that song. The, oh, the boys love it. That's how, why you think they call me Frenchy. That ain't the only reason. I guess <laughs> all that stuff. I yes, I am aware, but the men are hypersexual, and the girls are just kind of have no substance. It's just about it's the entire movie is about images. That's why they have the pink yeah. ladies and the T birds. That's you the have the really the promiscuous girl. You have the goody two shoes girl. We didn't even talk about, well, I don't know if we will or not. I won't say it just yet because we're not done. But Patty Simcox. Man. <laughs> That's a girl with no substance. No. No uh, hate to her, but the character. It's, it's her character. It's not her. Yeah. What was your next? Well, did you just give your next thing? I, I went ahead and went with the greased light. Okay. My next scene was the ending of this movie. Uh huh. I also I have that. That is the last one on my list. Okay, well, it's not on mine. The ending of this movie is so good. At the carnival. Yes, you get John John Travolta wearing this Letterman sweater, doing everything he can to win her back, and try to change it a little bit. And all his friends are like, "Danny Zuko turned jock, like he's gonna turn on them." And he said, "It's not like that, it, but they mean a lot to him." But so does Sandy. This. Okay. And Olivia Newton-John in this scene, man. I will say, and there's someone else who shares my sentiment. Uh Uh-huh. I like this movie. I've watched it a million times. I went to the musical at my own high school. Our high school performed Mm -hmm. it. I was into it then. They did this for my elementary school. How? I swear to you, they did Grease for my elementary school. Again, I ask, how? I don't know, Megan. (laughs) 
there's no way they had to cut like 50% of it. <laughs> they did it. Oh my word. I remember watching it. Um, that's like saying we did Les Mis in elementary Yeah, but school. you would have like, just been Les Miserable. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yes, that's, I like it. You don't have to like that's it. That's fine. But it, uh, oh my God, you've totally derailed my thought. First of all, <laughs> in the ending, one, one of the things I quote the most in real life is from this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the dumbest one line that I quote just for everything. <laughs> How many? Yes. <laughs> One. One. Here you were doing this big build up like it was going to be something important and it's the freaking uh no, no, principal's no. I assistant. Ha- I had to um I had to ease you into what I'm about to say here. I know. I thought it was going to be something serious. No it. How many? I told you you derailed my thought, but Sorry. Uh, I do quote that's probably my most quoted movie line in real life is How yeah. many? <laughs> <laughs> you do that for everything. It's funny. <laughs> If there's ever an instance where you ask someone how many of something, I always go, how many? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's her name? Blanche. Yeah. And uh, she starts crying. This is the principal. <laughs> uh, the scene I'm thinking of her in is actually from Grease 2, where she's like, <laughs> oh, Miss McGee, it's so, so loud. <laughs> I'm Blanche. You know what? Just scrap all the pink ladies. I'm Blanche. <laughs> yeah. We said that last night, didn't we? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, the the big serious thing I was getting to is the whole premise, the whole premise in the end of this movie is that you have to change who you are for a man or for a woman. Because you have Danny Zuko, who is this leather jacket wearing bad boy mm-hmm. who smokes chain smokes and doesn't go to class and doesn't do any extracurriculars but then he meets very well-to-do girl next door sandy who's all pink and white and frou-frou and so he starts doing sports and tries out for all these different sports mm-hmm. and then at the end he does end up getting a letter jacket in track and he's like no this is what sandy wants she wants a sporty guy so he's gonna change his whole personality for her and she does the same freaking thing where she sees him at thunder Thunder road Road. and he wins a race and that's her light bulb moment for some reason she's like you know what i just have to change who i am that's you know what i think it was more than anything else i don't think it was them changing who they were or who they are i think it's them tapping into the other person to be exactly what they are if you want to put a nice spin on it, yes. I just, Sandy showed up being everything anybody wanted there. I guess, but it's not her. She changed everything about her exterior to make Danny like her more. And then he changed his exterior. Okay, I'm finding a way to make this a positive. Hold on. So they changed their exteriors, but on the inside, <laughs> they're still who they are. Yeah, they it, change it, that never are. changes. And I think they both realize in the end that they liked each other for who they were when Mm -hmm. they showed up and he's like sandy like he's taken by her the sight of her but she's still sandy after they had that really bad experience at the drive-in yes that's what led to all that so i mean i don't like the idea that stud the on the surface it's the way to get a man is to change everything about yourself. That's kind of the, the theme that is pushed on the surface. Okay. So this went way left. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. Okay. This scene is, this is by far one of the best scenes of this movie. 
It is a fun scene. You have all <laughs> these, all, all this cheer enjoyment. Uh, Sandy is a freaking, she's like a 20 out of 10. <laughs> and Danny Zuko is. Skin tight leather. That she had to be sewn into. Mm-hmm. Plus this song is incredible. Mm-hmm. You're the one that I want. It, you couldn't have written anything better. Yeah. It leads up to this really nice dance dance number. You have the backing singers that we noticed that were uh, just hanging by bars and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the fun house. Yeah, you get the entire cast in on this number, which is, as a theater person, as a as someone who it's what you want to grew on. up in the theater, it's definitely, it's that very stereotypical. Come together. All, yeah, everyone from the whole movie is together on stage singing right now. Yes, I... I don't want to do anything to downplay this scene because this scene is so fun. No, I do like it. And that's why I did musical theater for as long as I did because... I even love them flying off in the car. Yeah. That scene still is weird to me. It's the only like surreal scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Grease Lightning is kind of out there because they do go into this... Well, oh, they okay, still play it as a musical. Grease Lightning and Beauty School Dropout are kind of... Mm-hmm they separate from reality for a little bit, but then the yeah, ending is like really separated. <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. I like the carnival scene. I'm not downplaying it. No. I just, that was one of always some of my favorite parts of the musical. It was a bittersweet thing. The ending it was always bittersweet because <laughs> it brought everyone out and it's kind of like, it's the final cur- It's right before the final curtain call is what yeah. it is. So, you know, it's coming to an end when you see the entire cast and you're like, Oh no, this is the last we'll scene. <laughs> always be together. Oh, and that song. I know it's really good. That's what they should play like graduation and stuff. And I know. Instead, instead of we get time Day. of your life. I know. <laughs> you see schools n- out by Alice Cooper too. Oh yeah. Uh, or when I was in school, it was, um, I cannot remember the name of the band, but the song is actually graduation song. Oh, remember that? It was like the A team or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember what they're called. What was your number one? My number one. I didn't have them in any particular order. Okay. What was your top? I would say Rizzo. Rizzo's song is my number one. Oh, you didn't have five? I did. already covered all five. Okay. Then I need to cover my fifth. Okay. (laughs) Because I had the ending scene too. That was my fifth. Oh, okay. One. Well, my top one was the dance. Okay. I know there were way too many scenes. Like, truthfully, I forgot about. I know that's why we had to put on our mentions. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> but the dance scene is the best scene in this movie. This is Danny Zuko being Danny Zuko. This is, uh, I think this is one of the best scenes for Living Newton John. I don't like You get to it. see her you get to see her being uh she shows more emotion. Mm-hmm. I like that about her. I really love that Rizzo gets tries to get back at uh Kaniki. Mm-hmm. But and Marty also doesn't have a date, so she has to show up with him. You get to really get a lot more of uh Marty's character in this. Yeah, which is just that she's still sex crazy. Plus and- Johnny Casino and the gamblers. <laughs> Just and the band Shanana. Oh yeah, because I said it with the wrong emphasis. How'd you say it? I said Shanana. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I who's Shanana? Who's Shanana? <laughs> I was like Shanana. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. We laughed about that for a long time last night. I know Shanana. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
was a person's name because it was in the the credits. I said this is also is a really Madonna? sad scene for Sonny. Like he's drinking and stuff because he's head over heels about Marty. Oh, he, he puts the freaking uh, flask into the punch mm-hmm. and the teachers catch him and ask him what he's doing. He's like washing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> he says it with attitude even. <laughs> oh. Better heads on a mug of beer. I say that a lot. Personally, this scene is not my favorite. It's probably my least favorite. Could be my least favorite. Really? Even with the hand jive and all that? I am a jealous woman. And oh. when Cha-Cha steps in and takes Danny, ooh. Oh, okay. That makes gears. more sense for you. Because I love the music in this whole scene. It doesn't have a bad song, Blue Moon. I know. Music-wise, Born it's Born a hand jive. But I don't like that Rizzo is, went with Scarface, <laughs> whatever his crater face. I don't Those like magic that. changes? Oh, oh I do my like that gosh, song. that song. Oh, no, I'm, I'm singing it in my I know head. it. No, I, I don't like that Rizzo goes with crater face. Can't think of his stupid name. It was crater face. Is that Bom-Muto? just what he's referred to? Okay, Bamuto. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. She goes with him. I don't like it because she doesn't even like him. She's literally just doing it to make Kaniki mad. And Kaniki goes with Cha-Cha, who ends up going off with Danny and then ticking off <laughs> Sandy. And they win the dance. And Danny doesn't see anything wrong with what he did. And then he does the blue moon dance with Cha-Cha and doesn't see why. He doesn't understand why Sandy's so upset. I get, I get your point. I, I really understand your point. The thing I, I think I missed from this scene mm-hmm. is Danny still realized it was a competition. Yes, but after they won, he could have like turned he was down doing, the he was, blue moon dance. But he's this is still like the telling of two teenage kids. I know. You know, teenagers are going to make mistakes. Because in the second scene that Danny ticks me off in is at the drive-in where he... He gives her the ring just to like make her feel better because he's hoping he can get it in. That's all he's thinking about at that. He does try to get boob. He does. And that's all he wants. And I think that's not all he wants. There is a turning point in Danny there. But yes, that is that was 90 percent of what he was there for. Good ass to go to the drive in. Yeah, it wasn't on my list, but. Well, we got honorable mentions. We do. We got time. All right. My first honorable mention. Definitely Danny trying to be a jock. Okay. I love where he tries to wrestle, tries to play basketball. And the baseball scene has one of my favorite scenes of any movie ever. When he pulls that dude's face mask out and freaking flicks it back at him. My favorite was when he does the basketball because he does that rolled Rolled fist fist run with the, like he's going to punch that dude. (laughs) There was a kid I went to school with that did that. Legitimately. Uh, On the basketball or just in general? No, no, just in general. Okay. (laughs) Does that roll fist like let me at him thing? Yeah. That, that scene's so scene. fun. I love when Danny gives that freaking dude. He's like, the coach tries to tell him that he's going to try wrestling. Uh-huh. And he sees that dude and he has to look up at him. He's like, are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. That's the good. dude freaking rolls him like nothing. And Danny just hates that he lost. So he freaking gives that dude a double axe to his stomach. <laughs> yeah. But the baseball scene is one of my favorite. Foul ball. <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a great scene. My honorable mention. I didn't want to do too many. I just, I'm going to give at least four. One. Oh my God, John, there's no time for that. We have time for that. <laughs> we can't we'll get go, too we'll, deep. No, into no, no, no. We'll go, we'll go quick. Okay. My honorable mention is beauty school dropout. That's the only one I put on my list. Um, I had it on mine too. I remember so watching this as a kid uh, when I was younger and I remember seeing, and if you 
don't if you don't know this if you haven't noticed but in the line of girls dancing with the curlers on their head <laughs> Rizzo the two girls at the front are Rizzo and Marty mm-hmm. but they've done their makeup and stuff different and as a kid I'm like man they look familiar and I couldn't place and it <laughs> and it's all because they wanted to be in the scene with Frankie Avalon man people love that guy he was such a crush for so many girls that grew up during that era and I'll go ahead and have a trivia honorable mention as part of this scene because I think she was really pretty with the pink hair <laughs> or yeah, just in general, just in general in this whole movie. She's, she's pretty. Yeah, she is my trivia honorable mention in this scene because I don't think I have it in my actual list besides the fact that, um, Rizzo and Marty are two of the dancers in the scene is <laughs> that, there's a part where if you watch the movie closely during this, uh-huh. Marty is not very comfortable with the dance moves. She looks yeah, she's overthinking laser stuff. focused and Rizzo gives her like the meanest side eye <laughs> in the dance. Like they they were friends outside of mm-hmm. the, the movie. Filming. They were, yeah, they were good friends outside of filming. So there's a part where Rizzo gives her this side eye. That's like, I'm going to kill you. Like while she's smiling, <laughs> But still dancing. So pay close attention during that scene. You know one of the things that's really underrated in this movie? Mm-hmm. How good a dancer that uh, Stockard Channing is. Yeah. She was really good during that scene. Yeah. She was la- She was laser focused. Mm-hmm. Like she, her head doesn't move. She doesn't watch any of her body movement or nothing. She's just doing it. It's two different facial features because Stockard is laser focused because she knows the steps and she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Marty is laser focused she's and n- you can see she's she has a, no confidence she's a million miles away she's in her head going one two three four mm-hmm. two like you can see it in her head and once you see it you can't unsee it mm-hmm. and then you get the three uh the three stooges yes, <laughs> that's, what you, the that's what they pretty much are they're the, the angels but they're the three funny mm-hmm. uh t-birds what other honorable mentions do you have i was going to mention beauty school dropout i love that scene yeah Frankie Avalon, that's a really good song. Yeah. I said the gym. Well, Grease Lightning, obviously. I think it's funny now that, you know, with her pink hair, they're like, oh, you're such a screw up. Go back to high school. But today, girls would be lined up at Frenchie's yes. <laughs> booth to get that pink hair. <laughs> you know what else is a good scene? I'll just go ahead and say it. Huh? I really like the bonfire scene. That took me oh, back yeah. to high school. That's true. We had a bonfire for like our homecoming and Plus, stuff. Plus, you get this moment where Danny see sandy and you can see like this big change in him all at once yeah like there's this real excitement out of sandy but danny is like belated that's mm-hmm. the best way i could put it yeah this is also where rizzo kind of gets like a jealous look about it because of how excited danny is to see her rizzo takes um some sick enjoyment out of knowing that danny was going to choose his reputation over sandy like yes. she knew it and that's why she pushed them together. Mm-hmm. So where are you going to floggy log? Well, and she pro- probably <laughs> that's also, a great, that's a great quote. She probably also didn't see Sandy staying with their group of friends. She was probably trying to chase her out quick. Yeah. So she said, Hey, here's Danny made her look stupid <laughs> and then thought that would be the end of it. Rizzo's like a, she's, you can't talk enough good things about Rizzo. The way she got out of the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Rizzo, you're doing that without a net. (laughs) What's she going to do? Shimmy down the drain pipe? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We like Rizzo. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? That's really it. Like, this movie has so many great scenes. Even, like, 
The scenes we were watching with the car were <laughs> blasted. Oh my God. Megan yeah. jumped like a foot and a half because of our sound system and our sound bar. Yeah. In our living room. We have like a bass cannon in our, <laughs> with our sound bar. And I forgot because we have it like behind a bookcase. So it's not out in the open. <laughs> so when they, the fire shoots out of uh crater faces car, it like shook our whole living room. <laughs> it was scary. Megan jumped and my daughter jumped. who was laying on my chest while we were watching it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we like the scenes just at the ice cream parlor too. Ice cream parlor? Yeah. Yeah. I, I This movie has so many good 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 scenes. I know. We I think we did a good job staying on track as much as we could. Yeah. I didn't want to break the movie down frame for frame cuz that there's not enough time. Boring. Yeah, and this is a 2 hour long movie. This would be a 3 hour long episode. We can't do that. We can't uh-uh. do that. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for that trivia, though. Just case in point real quick, people. <laughs> Me and Megan know way too much about this movie. So mm-hmm. Megan, the whole time we're talking about what she was going to do, she's like, how the hell am I going to find trivia that we don't know? I have seen, we have seen several documentaries. Um, Interviews. Yeah. Anniversary things for Greece where they've. They discuss something new every time. There's always something new to learn. And I've seen so much of it and listened to so much of them that I, I mean, and I understand our listeners may not know all of the details. Like you may not have known that was Rizzo and Marty in the dance scene. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's fine. It's, but to us, we've known that for a long time and. Or not known about the huge crush that Frenchie had on uh, Danny in real life. Yeah. Um, there's little things that we, we have known for some time. And so even though some of our listeners may not know that trivia, I wanted to find trivia that could hopefully surprise the two of us. That was my goal. So if we don't know it, there is a good chance you guys might not know it. Plus really fast. This movie has been seen by our families multiple times. She grew up in a family where it was a huge deal. I grew up in a family where it was a huge deal. Her mom saw it how many times? My mother, and I know she's listening, saw this movie in theaters, and it would have been this yeah, 78, duh. She went and saw it in theaters 69 times. That is not an exaggeration. You can ask her yourself. Yes. Me and Megan have seen this at the drive-in three times. Mm-hmm. And that and it doesn't play regularly nope. in theaters. But so every that, time it does, we go and see it. <laughs> we do. Because it's such a fun time. Yes. My and mother. that's the most that is the most packed the drive-in is. Is this it's movie. It's for retro things, yeah. hmm Which our um local drive-in is getting ready to do retro days again. Ow. I just like that hurt my <laughs> Did you bend your finger now? I don't know what I did. Um Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Their retro days are coming up in June, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. So let's shout out. You want to shout out Moonlight Drive-In? You can. In Terre Haute, our drive-in is the Moonlight mm-hmm. Drive-In. It's really good, too. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. They have all kids that work there that run things. It's really awesome. I don't mean like little kids, like teens. Well, yeah, like high school kids. Yeah. Hopefully you guys in your area have a drive-in or somewhere somewhere near you to go to a drive-in because it is fun. It's a fun experience, especially if it's decent weather and you mm-hmm. have like a truck or a hatchback that you can sit in the back. That would Man. be even more fun. 
Well, I, I love going to the drive-in. Mm-hmm. I think one of the funnest times we went to the drive-in is when we went and saw, was it Halloween? When we ran Ooh. into Joe and we were just talking back and forth between cars. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. We've been a, a few times. Joe's, now, an, so Joe's an old buddy of mine that I was really excited to see. He Every time he sees me, he'll see, send me a text instead mm-hmm. of just hollering for me or something. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh lord i'm ready for this trivia now I, I apologize i got off track everybody okay i tried to pick trivia that i think is going to surprise us. so we'll see I i'm excited know. if i don't know it i'll say it and don't don't jump the gun because i know i'm gonna start some some points and you're gonna be like we already know that but there's <laughs> more won't. to it because the first one is about olivia newton john's outfit in the ending what about it so the skin tight black that she wears and i don't remember the website i got this from i'm sorry whatever anyway they said there was a major challenge uh for anyone who tried to copy olivia newton john style in greece at the end and that was getting into the extra tight fitting clothing those pants (laughs) there was one and only one way she got into them and they were so tight fitting that they had to be sewn onto her before each take that's crazy Mm mm-hmm and then there was a zipper on it. I did make a comment. Why didn't on they the just back? put a zipper in the crotch? The zipper broke, so they couldn't unzip her out of it. So they had to sew that in. Uh, yes. And the iconic pair, and this is the part that I wanted to keep in. So we already knew that the pants, like the whole outfit, I mean, it was next to painted onto her. It was it as was, tight as it, it could It was possibly gorgeous, be. yes. <laughs> so that pair of pants that she wore mm-hmm. in the movie did sell at an auction in 2019. Do you want to take a guess at how much it 50 grand. More. 200 grand? More. What? Do you, would you like to know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious because, I mean, those pants are iconic. It fetched a staggering $200 million. Two hundred million. Yes, and, and people tell me that people don't care about Greece like that. People just leave me alone. Now <laughs> listen to this. So the money Olivia Newton-John donated that money to cancer research. That's amazing. So there you go. It's so Something sad that she died. I know she passed away. We were like devastated too. Last in twenty two or twenty one. Twenty two. Okay. All Man, right. Man, we were both sad too when that news came out. Yeah. So yay, Sucks. I've already got one, something new. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. I, anything for cancer research. Number two, there was a natural choice that they had to play Sandy, but this person turned it down. Do you know who it was? I think we've heard it way back in the past, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know, but I'm positive they have to be blonde. No. Really? I'll get into it a little bit later. It was actually Marie Osmond. I can't see her with that. So the director of this movie, Randall Kleiser, he approached her directly, but Marie had a specific reason for turning the role down. She did like Sandy, but she did not like the character arc. They interviewed her later about her career choices, and she said the reason she rejected the role uh, was because she didn't like the fact that Sandy had to become the bad girl to win Danny's affection, which is what I talked about earlier. You know something, too, about this movie? Hmm. That the movie had to be rewritten for the Sandy character. 
Yes, I was going to mention that. She was supposed to be a girl next door, American mm-hmm. girl. And they wanted Olivia Newton-John after uh, her audition. audition. Yeah, I, I want to say interview. I couldn't get that in my head. After her audition, and but she couldn't get the American accent down. So mm-hmm. instead, they just rewrote the character. <laughs> Which I think adds more to the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, speaking of characters who could have played other people, there's mm-hmm. probably another obvious choice that could have played Danny Zuko. He was already kind of playing that character in this time. Richard Gere? No. Because he was, he was Danny on Broadway. Well, no, not, not, the, I don't mean actually playing oh. Danny, but playing this oh, char- oh, type oh. of character. Is he the is he this same person we've talked about that was really angry about not getting the role? I don't know. Kinnicky? No. Is Henry Winkler. The Fonz. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. So John Travolta wasn't initially considered for this role. When the Broadway play was turn was becoming being turned into this motion picture, the studio had one person in mind, and that was Henry Winkler because he was playing the Fonz. Didn't want to be typecast. That's exactly why he turned it down. He said that he had embodied this character, Fonzie, for so long on Happy Days that he was afraid that he was going to be typecast, and that's why they went for him. Later in his career, when they talked to him about it, he said he had, he had remorse about not accepting it. You know, I just read a thing about him today, hmm. about how like scared he was when Happy Days got finished finally. Uh-huh. Because he was afraid he wasn't going to get work again. Which sucks, because I love Henry Winkler. He's such a great human being. But there, I mean, it's it's true for a lot of actors that he they get typecast. The yeah. Like, when I look at, the, even Henry Winkler now, and we've seen him in a lot of things, Waterboy, and, like, all those good Adam Sandler movies. Click. And stuff like that. Click. Mm-hmm. Here comes the boom. He was in Scream. Oh, he was in Scream? I mean, you look at him, it's like... It's the Fonz. Mm-hmm. He has an aura about him. Yeah. So I want to get through all my trivia, so I'm yeah. going to keep just rolling along. All right, so there is one pop star who is linked to this movie in a weird way that you would never guess. It's a pop star from a, that era? No, 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 no. From my era. It's Britney Spears. Now, why would she be linked? I know. This was movie was made before she was ever a thought. She wasn't even I born I have no yet. clue. Is she like distantly related to somebody? No, the high school that the movie is filmed at is the same school that they filmed. Baby One More Time. Baby One More Time. That makes sense. In 1998, 20 years after the movie aired. That's cool. So, and the high school, by the way, is Venice High School in Los Angeles. Well, the movie's set in Los Angeles. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, California, anyway. You may have thought that this would have been a perfect opportunity for product placement and advertisement in this movie, especially with like the, the, uh, soda shop and things yeah. like that. There, were, I, I think I do know something about this, but I'll let you go ahead and say it. Okay. The producers had arranged product placement, uh, a deal with Pepsi to mm-hmm. feature prominently throughout the movie, especially at the frosty palace, the diner. Well, the builders either didn't read the memo or they misread the memo and they made all the signage for Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. So the producers had to, instead of doing shooting over all those scenes, because that would just take so much time and getting all those people back together that they had to strategically blur out and use different angles to get them out of the shot. Yes. If you look, there's that one scene where they're like by the big, uh, the soda, 
soda machine uh-huh. in that place, they had to do something to angle the the Coke uh, symbol away mm-hmm. that you can barely, you can just catch the edge of it. I think yeah. your mom said something about there's a Pepsi grease a grease Pepsi bottle uh-huh. that's really hard to find, but they're they're out there. Well, and there's the scene where Sandy is sitting with the jock. And right, I mean, it was directly in, in between sight. them on the wall was the, the signage. Mm-hmm. So they had to find a way to block that out. And yeah, <laughs> so that sucked. Those okay. magic changes. <laughs> Actor Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas. Lamas. <laughs> Renegade. He saw this as an opportunity for him to get into Hollywood. So this would have yeah. been his first movie. He had his own but instead, he landed his own true Hollywood story because he became Sandy's real life boyfriend or his. Um, sorry, Character. I'm mixing up. The actor had his own true Hollywood story, landing the role of Sandy's boyfriend, Tom Chisholm. Mm-hmm. OK, the part was actually already secured by someone you probably wouldn't have guessed. Apparently not, because everybody I've guessed, you like <laughs> turned me down. It was a former American president's son. Is he a Kennedy? No. Is Gerald Ford's son, Stephen Ford. Wow. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so he was trying to break into acting, but he got a serious case of bashfulness while filming. The young Ford jump shipped and then Lamas grabbed the opportunity. And it's weird, though, because his that part had no speaking lines. So not really sure why he got so camera shy, but... But Lorenzo Lamas really didn't say anything either. He, no, he kind of mouths things. So. That's what they're saying. Lamas got, it was supposed to be Stephen Ford, but mm, Stephen Ford didn't saying. take it. He got to Bashville on set, so they got a new guy. And Lorenzo Lamas would become Renegade. Renegade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> American Dad loves them, some people from Greece. Okay, so this is why I was talking about that this may not be the most highest grossing musical of all time. Uh I don't know. Again, I don't know when this was written, whatever. But it says that Grease continues to be one of the most profitable musicals of all time. But it has gone, let's see, it had the budget of $6 million. It went on to make almost 7,000% in return. That's crazy. Which is an outrageous number when you think about it in percentages. And... Let's see. I didn't mean to copy all this. I'm like skipping through my stuff. <laughs> anyway, Greece held good. the title of the most profitable musical of all time until 2008 when Mamma Mia knocked it out. I don't know about that. I'm just, again, I didn't write this. I'm just, I know, you. but I would still like put into account uh, like inflation and all that. Mm-hmm. Plus it had Mamma Mia had huge marketing too. Grease, I don't think, had the marketing that Mamma Mia would have. All right, just a couple more. I have three more. Yeah. I'm going to get through it really quick. So you mentioned, uh, was there someone related to somebody in this movie when I said there was a pop star or something? There are some relations in this movie. You may not have caught them. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know. But uh, during the dance scene, when they're live on National Bandstand, Mm -hmm. and the waitresses are watching, and they go... One of them says, look, it's Danny and Sandy. Do you know who it is that says that? That is somebody's relation. Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, is she a Travolta? Yes, it's Ellen Travolta. That is John Travolta's real life sister. That's cool. And she was already working on other stuff. She had other projects going on. Yeah. And John asked if she could have a smart, small part in the movie. And the production team pretty much did anything he said. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he's the lead. 
Yeah, okay. And he was red hot. You couldn't tell him no. Um, I'm going to wait because I don't... No, I don't cover it. So I will go ahead and throw it out really quickly that Danny Zuko is not supposed to sing Grease Lightning. That was not his role. That was actually supposed to be Kanicki singing that, the lead. Yeah. And John Travolta would not sign to do this movie unless they gave him the lead singing part in that. So they switched it around and it's Danny Zuko singing. I, I didn't know that because I also knew that... Uh... And that upset Conway. <coughs> yeah. Uh, First he, of all, he wanted to be Danny. Didn't get it. And he, then, was, he was Danny on Broadway. Yes. He took it right after Richard Gere. Yes. And then... <coughs> Excuse me. Don't be yelling at my microphone. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, but yeah, he was already mad that he didn't get the role of Danny. And then John Travolta took that one song from him. So it's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> can't catch a break. He had kind of like a bitterness towards John Travolta even up to the end when he died. Mm-hmm. But people forget that John Travolta was also in the Broadway play. Yeah. He was yeah. Sonny. Or not Sonny, he was uh, Duty. They said he played Danny, too. I thought I read something that said he played Danny, like, he, over a hundred times. I don't know about Danny. I know he played Duty, and he, I think he even played Knicky. That may have been it. I don't remember. It's not my list. Okay, two more. The movie soundtrack is a little bit different from the stage play because this sure. was actually a musical first and then a movie yeah. and then a musical again. It's it's weird. Anyway, again, director Randall Kleiser and the producers decided on axing a few of the signature songs from the Broadway production. At the same time, the crew added in new songs. Hopelessly devoted. These additions would go on to become the most recognizable songs on the soundtrack. So that would be... You're the one that I want. And uh, another little snippet, I guess, that I didn't mm -hmm. get too much information on is that Stalker Channing had to fight to keep in Rizzo's song. They wanted to cut that. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm glad they did. Yeah, I'm glad they kept it because then you just lose that whole arc of Rizzo. It just makes Rizzo a jerk through the whole movie. <laughs> it's crazy some of the names they got to do stuff for this movie. The freaking Bee Gees were so red hot. They did... Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta into Grease with John Travolta. Yeah, they did. Um, Grease is the word. Mm -hmm. and, and they got Frankie Valli to sing on it. That's crazy. The director actually didn't know it was the Bee Gees the entire time. He thought it was the other guys he thought he hired. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and some. The studio said, nah. Some people snuck in and said, mm, and they let the Bee Gees sing it. And he thought it was them up until the movie actually went like. To out. screen. Yeah. And then the last thing I have is the about Jeff Conway, late Jeff Conway. Mm -hmm. He's also passed. A lot of the cast has passed. It's really sad. Yeah. So Olivia Newton-John, a lot of people on set were... Smitten. In love with her, yes. And that includes John Travolta. He did admit that he kind of had a crush on her, which mm -hmm. I don't blame him. But so did Jeff Conway. But he said... <laughs> When he was on set with her, he would stutter a lot. And he was like, when he was trying to be cool and uh -huh. stuff around her, he'd stutter and look like an idiot. So even though he didn't end up marrying Olivia, he did marry a Newton John. Her sister? Yes. He married her sister, Rona. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And he met, he married her two years after meeting her. That's cool. That's real cool. And that's my last bit of trivia, which I kind of went over. But that's okay, because it was fun trivia. No, it was fine. I, Hopefully I covered some things you didn't know. Like I said, it was yeah, hard. Yeah, I didn't know that, that about Jeff Conway. 
It was really hard to find stuff we didn't already know. Yeah. So there's some interesting facts for you. It's it's such a fun movie because it's it's ti- to me it's timeless. Like it's one of the highest grossing albums of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to look up those numbers just because it's it's like a two times diamond album. Yeah. Well, which is insane. It's up there, but it's not the number one because no, Saturday Night Fever is. Saturday no, Fever. I thought we thought it was Eagles. No, no, no. Are you talking For about musical, musical soundtrack okay. albums? Okay. It's like Saturday Night Fever, Grease, and then whatever's under that. Uh, apparently, Mama Mia is up there. People love ABBA. This is true. I like ABBA. All right, let's go ahead and rate this movie. Uh, let's do this thing, girl. First thing we're going to rate it on is the rewatch. Five. Yeah. I want to say four and a half, only because there are times of the year where I'm just like, man, I want to watch this movie. I can watch it. I can watch it in the winter, spring, fall, and summer. Never get tired of this movie. I'm going to stick with my four and a half. I was going to say a five, but there are some times where I'm just like, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to watch the movie, no. It's just one of those movies, like especially the summertime. Mm-hmm. This movie puts you in such a good mood. Yeah. Yep. So the next thing we're going to rate it on is the legacy of this movie. Oh my God. It's timeless. It's a five. <laughs> it's definitely a five. It has its own like, not even a cult following. It has like a show that goes like on the road so people can celebrate Greece. Oh, I mean, it did. They did Greece live on TV. They do the, the new TV show. Yeah. Uh, about the pink ladies. Yeah, Rise of the pink ladies. There's, um, the sequel, of course, that <laughs> we love. Didn't love do Greece as too. well as this movie, but we will talk about it. Um, <sighs> I mean, high schools, middle schools, apparently elementary schools are doing this still to mm-hmm. this day. It's just, I don't know. It's not going away anytime soon. It won't go away. Grace is timeless. People love like nostalgia. It, when things were popular in the seventies, it was the fifties. When it was the eighties, people loved things about the sixties. Yeah. In the nineties, people really wanted to be like into the seventies groove thing. That's why you saw the bell bottoms and all that shit come back. And, and it's terrifying now being but the 80s in the twenties. The eighties have never went away. Like, even in the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, the 80s, just, they don't die. There was so much, like, fun stuff that went on during that decade. Just seeing the stuff that I grew up with coming back and being cool again, I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) It's scary. (laughs) Seeing people wearing blue jean shirts again blows my mind. (laughs) I'm like, everybody wants to look like the freaking doctor from uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, Lord. Okay, well, I have a five, of course, the... Oh, for sure. It's a five. Legacy. And then the last thing we're going to cover is the Aesthetic, look and feel. The music. It's a five. It's it's a six. <laughs> it's a six. It, it, it's got to be. Beautiful people. Five. <laughs> I mean, they don't look like high schoolers. Sets. When do high schoolers in movies ever look like high schoolers? Rarely no. ever. <laughs> it's it's a, I, I, this is the first time I'm giving a six. <laughs> okay. So this, this is your, I mean, I can give it. Screw it. I'll give it a five on the rewatch. So I think this is our. This is a, this movie hands down is a five on the Richter scale. 
I'll give it a, a diamond star is what I'll diamond give it. Diamond star. <laughs> this is our first perfect movie rating yes. across the board for many, many reasons. I don't know. There's a lot of different reasons I like this movie. Some mm-hmm. of it is totally has nothing to do with the movie itself. Like for whatever reason, I have no idea what it is, but there are certain characters in this movie that remind me of people in my yes, family. In real life too. Like Rizzo reminds me so much. And I family that's listening. You're, I don't know if you're going to think I'm crazy or not, but Rizzo reminds me so much of my grandma, Barb, something about yeah. her. <laughs> yes. me of my grandma, Barb. And Danny um, used to remind me of my older brother. One of the T birds. Um, I cannot, he goes with a Frenchie and he says, you're a beautiful pineapple. That guy. Yeah. He reminds Duty. me of my uncle David. <laughs> I think just the way he, he looks. He does. Oh, oh I can't help it. I, I, I'm sorry I got loud. <laughs> if he you does. look at pictures of my uncle David when he was young, it reminds mm-hmm. me of that, the way he looks. I don't know. It's weird. So for those reasons. I'm, what's the, <laughs> okay. what's the one kid's name? The blonde, the little blonde T-bird. Oh, yeah. I can't think of his name. He looks like everybody you've ever seen in my small town. Doesn't he? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> and then I, I think of this movie because my high school did it, the musical. And I remember specifically the guy who played Danny. Um, he was He's gay. He's the guy who played him is gay. Uh-huh. And which doesn't matter. <laughs> but when it came to singing Grease Lightning, you think he'd be like against doing a lot a of little stuff. yeah a little Hesitant. reserved in the song and so they told him they're like this goes without saying but you can't do you can't say some of the stuff they say in the song like oh, they had pussy to wagon they had to change <laughs> some of the words and no hip gyrating any of that like try to keep the sexual in you can't not to do a minimum it. so on closing night the last night he sang every word exactly as it is in the movie and he did all the hip gyrating and you could just see on the side stage they're like Oh no, because I couldn't stop him. No, <laughs> he sang, and the audience everywhere. probably liked it a lot better. <laughs> and people were like cheering and laughing because they weren't expecting him to just come out and say it. And he was like such a a high honor student; like they didn't expect it from him, and he just let loose on that last night. And we're that like, makes oh, me really God. happy. That makes me really. <laughs> that happy. was really funny. Oh my God! Yeah, there's not enough good things you can say about this movie. Yeah, I have a lot of good core memories tied to this movie. So, <laughs> it's a real pussy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh man, he <laughs> enunciated. <laughs> you know that ain't no shit. We'll be getting lots of tit. Mm-hmm. Pretty lightning. And it, I, it was more funny if you knew him because you knew he was a gay man singing this song, and it was hilarious. It was funny. Just thinking about it, it makes me laugh, especially Danny Zuko when he's freaking gyrating around the stage. And then he just because you know he's actually in class, and some of these people aren't in into what's going on. Yeah, it's just these guys that are just singing around. Oh my gosh, how Lord. great is that? All right, well, we're gonna have to wrap this up because we can just keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. This was a great, uh, great episode. It was. This I had was a lot a of fun. One. Ooh, I hope the next one. I liked how we. There was so much less pressure just covering our favorite parts. Yes. Uh, for us, I know this is like a personal conversation, <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed it more. I hope you felt felt the difference. You know that it. ain't no shit. <laughs> get lots of tit. We're gonna try to keep. I mean, we're definitely gonna stick to this. Uh, format for sure going forward it's just going to be so much easier for everybody i feel like (laughs) but yeah 
we'll wrap this up and it was this was so fun i can't say that enough mm-hmm. grease is such a fun movie to talk about and my family i all my family are like dark complected with black hair and blue eyes yeah and that's what megan's attracted to so danny zuko's like the perfect guy for my wife this is true leather clad <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, stick around for a little sneak peek of next week's episode. Uh, A little sneaky peeky. Oh, yeah. Ah! (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. See ya. So long. Farewell. Arvita Sin. Goodbye. (laughs) Next week on the Retro Club. (laughs) They were wearing clothes that were way too tight. I love the meme. I don't know if people even know what it's from, but I've seen a meme lately where it's like, why can't men just dress like, like they used to men used to dress like men. And then it's a clip of the dude from this (laughs) scene with the short, short jean shorts and a crop top and high the, uh, he was also in shape though. People forget that part. (laughs) No, but they're just saying like, why don't men dress like men used to dress, you know, when we were manly and it's, them in their jean shorts and crop tops and i'm bringing back the short jean shorts mesh that's, my, shirts. that's my shit <laughs> this is like my favorites one of my favorite lines from movie. take the bat off your shoulder <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you blow- <laughs> i'm gonna die i know that's such a fun scene man the baseball scene's the best scene of the whole movie <laughs> get your bat off your shoulder <laughs> <laughs> so funny what's the other good line from that oh eat shit. you shouldn't die ricky <laughs> eat shit and live bill, <laughs> bill. <laughs> his name's bill yeah. it's, i'm about to start saying that to my buddy bill oh my god and the amount of times he just sells the f word because he's so mad <laughs> <laughs> that kid was overly upset for somebody with a mullet and a freaking bandana on his head i don't remember that guy He's the one that says, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. Why can't men just be like men used to be? <laughs> I'm just going to bring back the mullet. Uh, I remember when we found that mesh shirt at Goodwill. The King's Island mesh shirt. <sighs> Devastated it's gone. I I would wear that. I was going to wear that for our trip this summer. Bring it back. I, if I could find it, I would. <laughs> That's what me. That's that's gonna be our summer family photo. Me, you, and Jordan just mesh, mesh. crop tops. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I All like our that. bellies out. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is my summer bob. <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Retro Club Pod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.